Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. Welcome back to another edition of Real News Uncensored. This is a very historic week as President Trump did the unprecedented, as the media would like to usually say, and was became the first president ever to meet with the North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. His first president to meet with any leader of North Korea. And this was, of course, at the Singapore summit. You all know about this. Uh, I'm going to run through some of the facts about it because the mainstream media is not reporting on it. They're spinning it as a nothing burger, but there actually is some substance to this deal. So we all saw the photo op where Trump and Kim shook hands and all that. Then after that, you know, they talked to the press a bit, and then they, I actually stayed up for this. They, they said, oh, we're going to go and sign something. Like, that was all Trump says, we're going to do a signing. And they went, uh, Trump and Kim went to a room, did a signing, and he just said it was a document. It's very vague about it, you know, leaving us in suspense. So I stayed up all night to learn that they signed a document. And later we learned it had, uh, there was four points to this document. It was an agreement, four-point agreement that the U.S. and the uh, North Korea would work toward a peace and prosperity. Um, you know, another line about peace in the peninsula. Uh, the third point being that they would work towards complete denuclearization of North Korean peninsula. And that the uh, United States and North Korea would bring POWs and people missing in action, their remains from the Korean War back home. Uh, that was something Trump just said on handy that they he thought of at the last second and it got into the deal. And of course during all this, you know, like I said, everybody's been spinning it. And I knew this was a historic moment. You know, just seeing those pictures was historic, but I really didn't feel it until I saw the Dennis Rodman interview, which we can deep dive into later. But I encourage you all to watch that. He went on CNN and he got very emotional. He started crying because he's been trying to... <laughs> I know it sounds kind of funny, but he literally did start crying. And it was because he's been trying and really, I like, if you question his genuineness, like, y you have no doubt how genuine he is after watching this video. Because he went on to say that, yo, Obama didn't listen to him as numerous times he'd go to Obama saying, yo, Kim told me this, yo, I gotta tell you it. Yo, I, we can work on a deal of peace. Obama never listened. Trump listened, and look what happened. Um, and Kim said that, you know, Dennis Rodman was like the first person that showed trust in uh, Kim because Dennis promised, you know, yeah, we'll go to a basketball game, reduce basketball thing. Kim Jong-un loves basketball for some reason. <laughs> he also loves playing PlayStation, apparently, uh, which I find kind of funny. But, and he followed through on that, and so they formed trust, and that's key in a relationship. Uh, but Jim Acosta from CNN, he was a guy that's always interrupted Trump. He was interrupting the freaking summit, you know, he, he, you know, asking stupid questions like, what about Ottoman uh, warm beer and stuff like that? I'm like, Jim, it's a freaking summit. Like, shut up, okay? Like, you're interrupting, like, peace right now. Uh, and he was also then called on a hot mic saying, hey, if, you know, if they're not going to let me into this fucking meeting, that's what's going to happen. That's the way it goes, baby. Like, he's such a prick. Like, who does he think he is? He thinks he's so special he's going to be let into this meeting. Like, there's no press allowed in there. It's a private meeting. But, <laughs> yeah, it pissed me off. It really triggered Especially me. Especially with Trump. Like, why would he let, like, the number one person who's, like, always up his butt? I know. 
But the stuff with Dennis Rodman, you know, I have a feeling this is what's going to happen. Because, like, you know, God willing, there will be peace with the nuclear, like, with the nuclear situation in North Korea within hopefully the year, but realistically, you know, next couple years. Yeah. And a you know, de escalation. And there's going to end up being a, uh, a Nobel Peace Prize, but because they will refuse to give it to Trump. I have a feeling that Dennis Rodman will get a Nobel Peace Prize mm. for this stuff. Honestly, I think that guy, he he probably just went with uh, Kim Jong-un, went over there. He probably didn't know who the was. No, he literally uh, said that in the interview. He really didn't know anything about North Korea. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just showing to, about our uh, education. He probably came over, he was like, oh, cool. He, they, they probably like smoked weed with them or something because from what I hear, weed is legal in North Korea. Oh, wow. Very progressive. He probably had some of that cognac that uh, Mr. Kim, the Kim family likes to go and hoard while their citizens starve. But yeah. honestly, this is a very good situation. I hope that Trump can do it. And it's great this is coming out now, like right before you know the midterms are going to start up. You're going to mm-hmm. see this. But, you know... The, Probably gonna be another shooting that'll take the take place soon. Just so it just, just tends to happen. Hey, we'll Alex Jones. <laughs> give it like another, give it like a couple weeks, and there'll be some other big. Sh- I mean, they already had that one like uh, where, the, where the guy had like four kids. What? I mean, it wasn't really like a school shooting, but like it was a hostage shooting. I think it was either his or his girlfriend's kids. I don't know. It, it came out, and then they had it was in Florida. I think right near Orlando too. And I think this was on the eve when this when this video is coming out. It's going to be on the eve of uh, the Orlando massacre. Oh really? Yeah, and they were doing some sort of like dying protest. Which, by the way, you know, dying protests they need to stop. But that's the whole. Those are cringe. Yeah, it's cringe. I I don't like it. And I think that the right needs to learn how to combat these sort of protests and need to start protesting their own. But that's you know, stay tuned <laughs> for a. Uh, for a foundry episode on uh, right wing, uh, sort of like activists, Act- right wing yeah. activists. But yeah, we got to tease that. That that Jim Acosta though, he, of course he thinks Such he's like prick. he's God's gift to Earth. This this guy over here, yeah, you know, it's like all it's like all, you know people on CNN. They just need to go and like cancel that news network. <laughs> well, did you see Trump's campaign manager? Has uh has been floating the idea of pouring Jim Acosta's press credentials. I hope he fucking does it, please. Mm, that's some that's some H two O. Yeah. Oh, uh, you take the sip. You taking? Yeah, are you pouring a, a Rubio? Quench. The Chad quench. <laughs> You're not doing the Virgin Rubio. Um, the sip. The sip. <laughs> the Virgin sip. No, but. Um, yeah, I think that this is good. The left, you know, they're going to try to spin this. Oh, Trump's giving this all away for nothing. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah. He's doing what he can do. He's making major progress. Progress, And they're criticizing him for, like, you know, the whole thing with Iran. But this is part and parcel with Iran because, like, you know, those two countries, I bet they were talking. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he, what? And I think that, you know, once you start with one, the dominant, and, you know, God willing, by the end of hopefully eight years, hopefully that's how long we have Trump, or it's going to be like like six more years or however much longer. But I hope that we can get out of the Middle East, get out of, you know, the Iran situation, get out of the North Korea situation, and the world will be a better place. Mm-hmm. Because chances are there's going to be some other situations popping up. I'm betting South Africa. 
I'm betting there's probably going to be something going on with um, possibly even China. I have, they're, yeah. they're really trying to ramp up their game, but no one's talking about that. It's all about Russia, which is some, like, they're making this out to be, like, some superpower. Like, no, they're, they're a bunch of poor, like, potato farmers are there for the most part. Like, a lot of them, they're very poor. It's a very poor country. Yeah, the economy's they make crap. They're, they make it out to be this, like, superpower, but the real superpower is China. And then whenever you bring that up, it's like, oh, no, no, China's... Well, like, they have all sorts of, like, uh, just some money coming out of it. It's like, between between us and China, you know, we're competing, you know, it's like neck and neck for the world's largest economy. Yeah. You know, there's They have a lot of technology. They're cyber. And we're going to talk about Russian hackers. Like, the Chinese are out probably two to one in terms of them attacking us. Oh, I bet. And, like, they have... Full-on state-sponsored, uh, not just hacking, but they have like industrial-scale uh, theft of uh, intellectual property, and you know very yes. few people are than Trump is talking about that. Yes, they have these like weird cooperations between like the state. They have this sort of like organization over there, and they get you know the the government hackers steal the IPs, then they go and sell to the Chinese companies, and that's like uh, the people. If you remember those things as a segue, it's basically without like with this little stick on it. Though the strangest thing in China happened because like they had this company in there that made so many, you know, like off like knockoff segways from stealing their IP that they got enough money to buy the actual segway company. Jesus, that's peak China. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and this has been going on for years. I mean, the Chinese people, they you know they're they're some they're very intelligent. There's some very good but the government's just corrupt and that's that's the problem that we have over there and they have you know talk about incels you know <laughs> like they have these years of this one child policy in their favorite towards men you know you think that america's by there's gonna be like and there probably is like a huge incel problem in china the only reason <laughs> they can like get a handle on it because they have these like uh, great firewalls and stuff to prevent like r slash incel threat or whatever <laughs> Like the incel rebellion is cut down <laughs> in China, but one of these days it's gonna break loose, and um, yeah, there. I mean, that's why you see like these mass stabbings. Like they had some guy like stabbed, like killed thirty people with a knife in China. Radical incel crazy. terrorism. You get crazy things like that, and now they're gonna also have some problems that like their social security because it, like of this one shot pop. That's just the most stupid thing a leftist could think of. It's putting their like population pyramid. So now, like, every one person will have to go and support two old people. And if you've ever had to go and look into like retirement homes, just the prices of those. And by the way, most of those have some form of state subsidies. Like, even if it's not a, like a state-sponsored home, they still get all sorts of grants and all sorts of other stuff from the state. Mm-hmm. You know, one just one person. Like, I remember when my aunt, you know, she went over to retirement. And I think it costs them like $5,000 a month or something like that. Jesus. And just imagine that. You're going to have to pay for two of those. $10,000 a month. You have to be making $120,000 a year to be able to afford this if you want like a decent nursing home. I mean, they're probably not going to do decent. They've had, uh, I've seen videos from China. I've seen the documents. You know, they have, <laughs> they have these like little cages they'll put people, like old people in because they can't <laughs> afford retirement. It's pretty bad over there. Well, like to interject, I um, I we had this Chinese guy that comes to our uh, our meetings at school, and he he was shocked that we like ship old people away into nursing homes because I think 
in China. Like it's a very family oriented culture. I think they're like they stay with their grandparents when they're you know they kind of stay in you know the sort of same uh, I don't want to say house necessarily you know maybe but like no, same area. Yeah, they probably do stay from the same house, and the reason is you don't go into like with your relatives, then you're gonna be living in like a zoo. Basic, you're gonna basically be an animal in a zoo in like a cage that's like four foot by four foot, and then you might be able to go and use the bathroom. Like they put you in these like inhuman conditions, mm. and that's uh, that that's China for you, and that's why you know there's gonna be all sorts of problems. Uh, they're starting to go and colonize Africa again. Like if you like look. Like, there's been all this stuff. I have some friends from South Africa, and there's all these, like, uh, problems. It's between, like, a bunch of Indian guys and, like, Chinese, especially, I think Zimbabwe has a lot of problems with China, and that goes back to the uh, Bush War, and who was one of the major financiers of this was uh, Chinese. They provide them weapons training and, um, you know, various uh, propaganda techniques. And they knew well that they were doing this so that once the, uh, you know, the whites left Africa, they would come in and take it. And because, you know, the Chinese, they don't have the, like, more that, uh, the sort of, like, Western morality that we do. They want to do what's best for China. Yeah. And, you know, they, they're owning, like, tons of these, like, industrial operations. And a lot of that's because, you know, they're starting to go and realize, hey, it's nice to be able to breathe outside once in a while. Maybe we should go and, like, pollute another place. So they pollute Africa. And that's, you know, that's why you have all these factories over there. They're taking a lot of the resources that the Ameri- like the Western companies won't touch because of ethics concerns. But you know, no one's talking about that right now. Let's let's focus on Russia and Agent Orange as Yeah. Yeah, it's a silly meme. Because like, yeah, I've always been talking about like cause it, yeah, everybody points the finger to Russia, they point the finger to all these other big bads and China, you just, I like. I remember it's like when I was in middle school and high school. I was like a younger kid. I would just say, "Look at China. Look, they have. They went from a poor, you know, um, uh, farmland to skyscrapers in like a few years." And well, that's so because you know, that's what communism does when you go and like sacrifice fifty million people. I know, but with China, they did it by stealing. They steal ideas. They steal architecture. They steal, like, say, intellectual property. And I'm always, and like, I've seen it, like, where they talk about, like, for instance, cars, like, China's car companies are now starting to get bigger and better, where they will just take a car, like a Mercedes or something, and take it apart and figure out how it works, what these parts are, and basically copy it. And of course, there's always the Chinese copies of software, the Chinese copies of all kinds of, of iPhones. Like, you go to some of these Chinese stores. You know, and they'll have, like, it looks like an iPhone, looks like an iPhone box, smells like an iPhone, but it's not an iPhone. It's like a, you know, a cheap knockoff. And this has been going on forever. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? Trump has been talking about this since, like, the 80s. Like, this has been, like, his thing that he's always talked about. And that's why I I love having him in now is because he's one of the people that's doing something about it. And that's, like, going back to this North Korea thing is China's a big player. That's what's really tricky about the deal with North Korea is that China has an interest here. They they protect North Korea because if North Korea and South Korea unify, that's bad for China because Korea is now uh, in, you know in competition with them you know even more than before. And you know if something were to happen in North Korea, 
you know, there'd be a massive migration crisis and they'd all flee to China and China doesn't want more people. They already have too many, uh, you know, as it is. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a whole interesting area in, in that, uh, in East Asia, you know, and yeah, everybody likes to point to Russia, but Russia's got a failing economy, you know, their population for, for, you know, at some point a few years ago was actually decreasing and it's now starting to go back up. And that's not saying Russia's no, you know, uh, country to, uh, underestimate, but they're not our biggest threat. Like, China is the biggest threat right now. They act nice and smile, but they, they will stab us in the back, you know, whenever oh. it takes. And if you want to look further also and get into some really deep shit that I'm, I've been getting into over the past few months is artificial intelligence. Like, Russia has, you know, sped ahead with artificial intelligence, but China is even faster. And America's now is still, you know, we have Silicon Valley, so we, I guess you could say, I guess are the leaders in artificial intelligence. I haven't looked into it enough, but AI is, going to, is the next big thing. It's the biggest thing in the 21st century, and that's going to decide a lot of things. So you got to watch out for that with China. And America, I know, uh, like, in, uh, I think some people got together and they made, like, an advisory board or council or whatever for AI in the Trump administration. So I hope Trump starts doing more with AI. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be something important, like AI and machine learning. Now, there's a lot of good that can be done, but like just tons of evil. But you know, in yep. general, China, you know, like North Korea was kind of, you know, it was one of the testicles of the of the West. You know, the, the left testicle would probably be in, uh, it would probably be like Berlin, because that was with Russia, and they could go and squeeze on that whenever they wanted to go and like cause like get uh, concessions from the West, and then North Korea would be the other one. Cause like, you know, right next to South Korea. And then, like, you also you had Taiwan, and that's that's still an issue. There's been a lot of stuff going on with Taiwan, the South China Sea. Yeah. In general. So, like, no one's been talking about that because they're more, you know, upset about Trump winning. How but, dare he? Uh, yeah, like, they copy so many things in China, though. I saw a video. It was, like, a video in, like, a news article. I think it was, like, from China Uncensored. Good channel, by the way. I check them out. But... <laughs> They had, like, they'll tell you a lot of stuff about China you wouldn't have thought about, but they had, there's, like, a market in China that got in trouble because they they made, they were selling, like, fake eggs. Like, it wasn't even an egg. It was, like, wax with, like, yellow paint put in it. And I was Ew. like, that seems like more trouble than making, like, getting a chicken to make an egg. Like, you know how cheap eggs are? It's, like, I bought, like, six eggs for, like, uh, like 80 cents or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I would have thought that the wax and the paint would have been more expensive, but I mean, it's Chinese paint, so there's probably like lead in there. Yeah. But yeah, and then they put like tariffs on everything that they do, that they steal, like cars over there. My Chinese friend told me, like, you know, a Honda Accord would be like a, something like $40,000, like a $60,000 car, something like that. Yeah. But, you know, they want to go and yell at the United States for tariffs, yep. which is funny going on to our next point. Yeah. You know, the left, they're flipping out. You know, Trump's going after Canada on tariffs. But the thing is, they've been putting tariffs on us. They have like a two hundred seventy percent, like dairy tariff. Two hundred and eighty percent. Even even higher. Yeah, than it's Mexico. even. Yeah. And you know, Europe's been doing this stuff to us too. Like, look at the chicken tax. The chicken tax. Yeah, that's why like we don't get trucks from Europe very often, and when they do, they're like very expensive. There's like. They charged us like after like uh, you know like World War II, we had like a bunch of chickens because we're America and we have lots of farmland. 
And so we started to go and sell chickens to um, like Europe. Mm-hmm. And we flood their, like, apparently we flood their market. So they got pissed off. And they put a tax on chickens and we got pissed off and we put a tax on cars. And that's why, like, you know, certain things, like, uh, I think it's like trucks and like certain vans. That's why I don't think we have as much like European trucks as we do, like, you know, American trucks. That's why trucks are one of the leading markets and like why SUVs. That's why we have like so many American SUVs and why they're so crappy is because they can't compete. They don't have to do the competition with Europe because those ones are just like in a different like bracket entirely. Yeah. Because of the tariffs on it. But yeah, yeah, Mr. Trudeau, he had his, uh, his like eyebrow fell off or something. Like, what the heck is this guy doing? <laughs> I, I kept looking at that video. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it turns out that it was like something to do with the lighting and there was this weird shadow created. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I know it sounds fake, but apparently that's what it was. Like, it actually wasn't his eyebrow that was falling off, but it's still a good meme. Because it just looks okay. so funny. Yeah, I, I don't buy that, but yeah, they want to Do you to get buy this eyebrow was falling off? You probably put like a fake one on. I can Why see you doing a fake one? It's like those girls who like, you know, girls put fake eyelash, like eyelashes on. They like draw eyelashes on for some reason. Yes. I don't know why. Justin would do that. Justin, you know? Justin <laughs> is, I love how Trump calls him Justin now, just to diminish him. He's so weak and so beta and so cucked. Like, and now he's trying to talk tough. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, oh, look at Canada. Yo, come at me, Trump. Like, we're going to be tough. We Canadians are going to have tariffs on mean old Trump. It's like, dude, like, you, you can't act tough. You look silly. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, normally I'd have, like, some sort of logic and sort of, like, reason, like, argument as to why it's bad, but it just is, looks bad. Like, it just doesn't come off well. Like, he's always soft and nicey-nicey. This is the guy that said, you know, we don't use mankind, we use people kind. You know, it's more inclusive. And that's a fucking quote. And this is the (laughs) same guy that said, when he was listing, you know, the sexual orientations, or what he thought they were, he was listing fake ones. He was going, you know, are gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, two-spirit, community. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, they keep adding, that, like, letters. They had a number now. Yeah, like, and then they want to add kink to it. Like, you know, you don't have to yeah, be into, like, you know, to be into, like, anal. I mean, I don't it's know, not like, sexual it, orientation. Like they just keep adding things onto it. Then it's like if you don't know what all these letters and numbers mean, you're like a bigot and you need to go to like a forced uh, leftist reeducation camp. Like no, like you know why couldn't they just keep it like LGBT or something that that covers just about everything? You know, no, I, I've changed my mind on that. I used to say that or transgender. But now we have two spirit, which sounds like either bisexual or transgender. I don't really know what that is. I, you know, I, I honestly have, don't know. Let's Google it. They have Q, and I think that's either queer or questioning. And I thought queer is kind of just like all that. Why don't they just call it the queer community? That'd make it so much easier instead of having to like remember the uh, alphabet soup organization of the LGBTQIAAP to AARP. Yeah. Like this is this is just getting like ridiculous, but. You know, either way, Trudeau, I think he looks stupid. And then they had that, like, one meme picture over there. And it's, like, everyone just, like, yelling at Trump. It's, like, <laughs> and he's just, 
and he's just sitting there like with his arms crossed like the fuck you gonna do like he's like he just doesn't give a shit he's just like uh-huh uh-huh you know oh i love it like i love that picture like all he has all the right enemies trump but uh yeah, I think that was uh, that G7. Some of the best thing to come out of it was uh, the stuff with like, because that was right around the time that uh, the Singapore stuff. And then, oh, and then like Trump came in. <laughs> he came in like late during like women's like meeting or something. <laughs> no, it was during oh. the, um, uh, the, um, uh, like the gender equity meeting. Yeah, gender equity meeting. Oh, that was great because like he said, all the feminists <laughs> just got so triggered. <laughs> He's just like, I don't give a crap. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. It's so funny. I he, know. He he goes in there, but uh, speaking of not giving a shit, apparently he's been talking uh, to some of these uh, NFL uh, protesters uh, who were kneeling, and yes. he said, hey, why don't you go and tell, give me some names and we can go and pardon some people, which I think that's a good idea. I mean, I, I really don't like those people, but I think if you want to get like some positive press coverage, because most of these people are probably like dead or whatever, you know, like like they had the last couple of the people they've been like pardoning, like the one boxer guy, he was yeah. dead. You know, just like relatively small stuff and it'll help them in the PR run. I think it's it's a pretty good uh, tactic. It's, it's going to be hard to lose with this sort of uh, situation. Can't really paint them as like a terrible person. You know, he's actually listening to people they can't say he's not listening. And, you know, the left will try to find some way to go and spin this as you know, racist or something, but, um, you know, he's, he's honestly trying, you know, I don't think a white supremacist president would try to go and like pardon, like actually listen to some of these people as much as he hates them as much as, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of these things. I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, sports ball in general, but, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, like a lot of my relatives, at least and a lot of people, they get upset. Like my one uncle, he was, uh, injured in Vietnam is Korean war veteran. And whenever he saw them kneeling, he turned off the game. Like he got, he got pissed off. Oh really? And I, yeah, and I and I think that uh, they started to realize that, starting to, uh, like, if you're gonna protest and like kneel, you'll be fined. Or like, you know, if you don't want to stand for the anthem, you can go into the, um, you can go into the uh, locker. Room. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL changed the rules about that so that it'd be that way. But I love what Trump's doing because Trump has what Scott Adams would call he's given himself two ways to win and no ways to lose. You know, either the... Because these guys are protesting racial injustice. Okay, well, tell me some names. Who has been, you know, experienced racial injustice from the justice system? Tell me, and I'll pardon them. Yeah, I'll consider it. And if they give him the names, then they're being productive and they actually give a shit about this. If they don't give him the names, if they do nothing, then they're phonies. They're they're virtue signals. They they don't they're fakes. That's what I love about this is he because Trump always what I've always loved about him is he shows everyone's true colors. I mean fucking everyone. And this is another great example of it. But it, it's fabulous. I love it. Um, and he does add the G7 too to kind of tie back into it. Showing Trudeau to be a cuck as he is. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think in the end, Trump's, you know, he's on a streak right now in terms of culture and politics. You have the cultural win, uh, the political win, you know, at the G7 and at the um, 
what's it called, the uh, uh, Singapore Summit, and then the culture stuff with the NFL. Because like you said, people are pissed off. Like the We could do a whole foundry on the politicalization of entertainment and how people are just fucking tired of it now because it's gotten worse. It's not like before where it was just like mild. You know, it's just gotten too much. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Like everything's just being politicized in the media. But uh, speaking of like recent topics that have been politicized, uh, just the other day, uh, yeah, uh, June 11th at the time of, and this is going to be released at some point, but uh, June 11th, they there was a Washington Post. I'm very surprised to see this from them. It was like hidden on their on their page. I had to go and find it. Imagine my shock. Yeah, here's the article. A ticking time bomb. MS-13 threatens a middle school, warn teachers, parents, students. And basically, within this article, it talks about just how outrageous, like, how much the MS-13 gang has infiltrated the school. They have uh, gang-related, like, there's gang recruitment within the school. They're bringing in, like, BB guns and knives. What? yeah, and the school, apparently, they don't have any metal detectors, which is, you know, that's beyond stupid. Like, some girl apparently was, like, raped, I, I, if I'm reading this article correct. Jesus. Like, raped in the school and, like, you know, sexual assaults going on and, like, people are getting forced into gangs. Like, some girl, she wore the wrong shoes and then uh, apparently she was, like, sexually abused by, like, some guy that came out to her house, like, threw her in a van and then, like, the guy had his way with her, and then I think she ended up joining a rival gang to go and get protection. And this is this is within um, this is in I think Maryland. This is where the school is, and there's apparently like a race war about to break out within the school between the uh, black students and the Hispanic students. Like it's gotten to that point, and that's that's ridiculous. So this, that this is able to happen in the school. They have to have security guards within the school. It's so bad. And apparently one of the students that has been targeted by the gang, uh, they, you know, the security guard was gone for a second, then they got, like, jumped by all these students, and I believe that kid ended up uh, dropping out, like, his parents took him and put him into an uh, alternative uh, school. Alt school. Of that. Like, some, I don't know if it was, like, another school or, like, online schooling, but, you know, this is ridiculous. This mm. is this is in our country, and they want to go and say these people... Are you know they're they're people too. And, you know, they're not animals, uh, Alex. The, these are you know very nice, uh, caring, open heart. They just want jobs, Alex. Well, yeah, and then this like they're carrying knives into the school building. Like this is this is beyond ridiculous. And even the school employees, they're trying to go and uh, speak out about this issue, but they're having like you know they had to go and do it anonymously because they don't want to get fired from the school. By like whistleblowing on this sort of issue, but apparently, you know, thank God someone did, and I'm actually, I, I'm very, I'm happy that they actually got this release because I would not have suspected Washington Post would have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the the girl who was raped, uh, you know, the boy who like, uh, the boy who like either threatened her or raped her, he brought a gun to school, and then he like put two bullets inside her hoodie. Jesus. Like this is. You want to go talk about like uh, school shootings? How to prevent them? You know, in a in a dangerous environment like this, like you know, not every school needs a metal detector, but I think you know a school like this absolutely because there's like people bringing guns, knives, BB guns. You know, there's rape going on in the school. There's gang violence. They need to go and have 
they already have security guards. Why don't they have metal detectors in there? You know, that's more important than just about anything is the safety of the students. You know, even if you don't like teach anything, I'd rather at least have the students protected from gang violence within the school. Mm. And they need to go. And apparently, like, they can't really kick people. I think, yeah, I think they had problems with, like, people actually getting, like, kicked out. They just get, like, um, like suspended or something, and they end up going right back. This is, like, this revolving door because you can't kick people out of schools these days. If I was in charge of that school district, all the students would be, like, what I'd like to go and do is just send them to, like, a boarding school, keep them away from those gangs, and they'll go and learn how to uh, be, you know, they will, they'll be away from these gangs and won't be able to go and do anything. And, like, and these are, like, 15-year-old kids. I think this was in, like, a, uh, this, was a this is a middle school. This isn't even a high school. Yeah. This is a middle school, William Wart Middle School in Riverdale, Maryland. They had people, like, uh, just fighting gang violence. Also, like, sexual assault, you know, drugs, guns. What's going on over here? You know, they the left wants to go and, like, bring up this MS-13 like there's some sort of, uh, like, the munchkins from Wizard of Oz or whatever, but they're not. They're violent gang, and anyone within this gang, I think, needs to be severely dealt with. Anyone here illegally within the gang needs to be deported. Anyone here who's a citizen needs to be sent to jail. It's, that should be labeled a terrorist organization at this point and treated as such. And it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah, what, to, well, are, I, I think this is, I hate to be, take it the political lean, but this is the greatest thing for Republicans right now is the fact that you know, you have this evil gang that is undeniably bad. And yet you have Democrats praising them and protecting them. I mean, the, you have Nancy Pelosi literally, like, defending them in the speech. So you play those ads, you know, constantly th for midterms. But the fact that it's happening at schools now, where they're recruiting kids, like, I, I didn't even think that would happen. And, like, I'm surprised the Washington Compost report on it. And, you know, it's one of those, like, I remember you sent me because I didn't know about, it, and I followed the news, you know, pretty, you know, heavily, like you and I both do. But I, like, I wouldn't have known about. It. Like, this needs to be spread more. Absolutely. the The principal of that school, uh, what was it? The uh, Simon, I believe, was his name. Or White. Let's go and see. Like they, he mentioned, like one of the school administrators said, uh, they want they had to intervene to prevent a race war. This is what? from the school district. Did he just say race war? <laughs> yeah, they had 32 suspensions this year for fighting, and the police were called like 74 times. That's like, you know, Jeez, that, that's, that's not normal. Like, it's every couple days, like, you know, 74 days, uh, how much how much school days are there? That's, that's a significant amount. They have MS-13 gangs around the school district recruiting people, like right outside the school. It's they have twelve and there's like twelve hundred students in there, and you're seeing all these fights breaking out, all these fights, and it's, it tends to go from what I'm understanding, it's breaking out along racial lines, and this is this is ridiculous. Seventy four times. Why don't they times. just you know, uh, you know if these well have these students been? I I feel like this should be a stupid question, but in 2018 it isn't. But have all these students been suspended or deported or whatever? No, they didn't. They didn't have any of that. But yeah, that's just ridiculous. An eighth grader being raped in a school. Jesus. 
Now that's that is ridiculous. You're like, like just what, hitting puberty. Yeah, like what's going on over there? What 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 is going on? I mean, the parents are saying, "Hey, they need to do something about this." If some, the one parent said, "If someone doesn't do something soon, there's going to be a tragedy at the school." Okay, you know, that's it, a red flag. This is a red flag. You know, the government. You know, they need to go and shut this school down, put everyone else inside uh, some sort of alternative school. And they need to go and figure out what the heck is going on. Shut down. They need to go and shut down the borders. I think they need to go and do something. They they need to go and send the um, the national guard out to the borders to prevent any more of these people coming in and attacking. You know, the left want to go and talk about. Oh, we need to go and ban guns to the to protect the children. Ban the MS thirteen. Kick them out. Yeah. Deport deport them. Deport those who are here illegally. Those who are here legally need to be brought to justice this isn't like a little kitty you know biker gang these are people who are raping they and in this article raping eight graders in a school yeah and they're recruiting children because they know that children you know if they get arrested it's probably not going to be on there permanently because they're so young like what is going on like i was like what like 13 14 years old when i was in eighth grade you know i couldn't imagine just the stuff that these people must witness and this is, you know, what, what shocks me is that this should be common ground from both sides, deporting criminal illegals. Like, that should be common ground. If that's not common ground and you have one side wants to deport criminal illegals, yeah, it's kind of an oxymoron, but, you know, you get my point. And the other side that wants to literally protect them and not even call them animals and how are you going to get anything done with that? Like, how is society going to unify, come together, and solve these problems with, with with this kind of you know gap between us on stuff that's so basic? Well, like, why aren't these people like you know? If you're ever a kid in this school, I I wish that they would go and say, hey, you know, maybe we need to go and stop this legal immigration. Let's go and vote for Republicans. I wish people thought that way, but instead they care more about their uh, social security, you know, their SSIs and their, you know, WIC and their SNAP benefits. Yeah. They need to go and fix this. And, like, they even have a picture. There's a picture of a tree that's been used as, like, knife and knife and graffiti practice. There's, like, beer cans and candy wrappers hundreds of feet from the school building with MS-13 gang symbols symbolism on here. You know, we need to go and fix this problem. And, it, you know, we need to go and band together to go and do this. You know, if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you're an independent, nobody should, I don't think any of them want, you know, MS-13 in the schools. As much as I really dislike uh, some of these, like, crazy leftist ideologies, I honestly don't think they want this in the school. So I think yeah, we need to go yeah. and come together, take a good, long, hard look at immigration, take a look at what we can do to improve school safety, Without like you know we don't this is even a guns issue this is a gangs issue that's what should be that's what should be addressed. Oh. You, need, you need a Chad quench again. Yes, I do. <laughs> you're getting all you're getting into that rant there. Love it. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, until we do something about these gangs, you know that's the real issue too. Because for every like one school shooting there is, you know, there's probably like another like three schools like this sort of school where there's just like gang violence that's never talked about. And that's what the left should be focusing on. You know, don't worry about like the, maybe, you know, 
relatively handful of people die every year in mass shootings like in terms of like their overall mass shooting deaths look at the gangs look at how you can stop gangs because you know banning guns won't stop gangs they you know they're bringing around knives and bb guns and they'll they'll make guns and they'll find guns they do that in el salvador where they don't have you know legal possession of uh, firearms for regular civilians they do that in mexico they still have gangs over there they still have more shooting deaths in the united states yeah. it's not a gun problem it's a um you know, it's a cultural problem, and it's a problem with, you know, this sort of behavior. It's a criminal problem, and we need to go and band together to stop that. Yeah, because all these, like, countries like Mexico, El Salvador, what gets even worse is that these... The problem, essentially, is coming down to something a little deeper, which is drugs. Because these are all stemming from drug cartels who have tremendous power and tremendous wealth. And they use this money and power to in, to basically buy off politicians and buy off cops. You know, if, I would recommend everybody watch the movie Sicario. It's a pretty accurate depiction of the U.S.-Mexico border uh, sort of conflict that's happening. I mean, of course, it's Hollywood dramatization, but it shows that these are brutal, brutal drug cartels that will you know you can't trust any of the the Mexican police, unfortunately, because. They could have been bought off by drug cartels or their drug cartels themselves literally disguised as cops. And they, you know, they infiltrate these things and they control the government. So then the government, you know, can't, isn't going to make any laws, you know, stopping this stuff because the drug cartels are going to threaten their families. They're going to say, okay, you pass this law, you do this, or you're going to go after our, our, you know, our cartel. Well, then you're going to find your wife's head in a, uh, in your mailbox tomorrow, you know, and that's, that that's what's so bad is you got to take away that power and wealth how you do that you know i would say is just kill every single one of these drug dealers you know there's no other way to do it and i would i don't want to say the u.s should get involved necessarily but if that's what needs to happen i, I might be for that because this is a problem that affects us and to me it would be justified to intervene to stop because it's intervening here like look they're in the free our freaking middle schools now like how much more does this need to happen for people to wake up yeah i you know the left they they don't care about the children though you know they go and do the abortion you know they they they, they'll still vote for leftists after having their kid being like raped in a middle school by an ms-13 member who you know the, the, the gang that gang shouldn't even be in this country yeah. The school had two to three fights per day. Like, this is beyond... And that only has, like, 1,200 people in that school. Two to three fights per day. You know, how many days are in a year? Like, how many school days do you think they'll have? You know, f- you know there's 50 weeks in a year, and they probably have... Let's say they have, like, uh, I don't know, about, like, 35 weeks. How many... Like, uh, something like that, right? Yeah, about that. So 35 times 5, you know, roughly 175 days. And then we're going to have, you know, two, let's go do two fights a day. So that's 350 over 1,200. That's like almost, you know, like point, what is it, like a 30% of the students are getting into fights, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, at least. Like that's that's just my crappy math. It's probably wrong, but that's twenty nine point two nine one. This is real news math right here. This is real math. Like that's 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 un that's definitely not appropriate for a school. And you know the teacher, all the administration should be fired for allowing this to occur. 
But, um, you know, until we stop electing people who, like, allow these situations to occur and allow these gangs to proliferate, I think we're going to have, uh, you know, only an increase in this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can do your part today. Vote Republican. Vote for real Republicans. And we can stop. We can go and stop the illegal immigrants from coming in. We can stop the gangs. You know, treat the gangs like uh, terrorists and, uh, you know, go and have at them. Yep. I have no sympathy for gang members. I mean, meanwhile, CNN is more worried about the freaking lunch menu that Trump and Kim Jong-un are having. They're, they're, they're saying how that's all wrong and bad. Like, oh, my God, this is this is terrible. You know, I mean, it's a freaking lunch menu. I mean, yeah, of course, this is all during the summit. But this is where I, what I'm trying to get here is that the media agenda set, they, they, they look at little things to, you know, hate Trump on and to go after him on, and they're not doing their job with journalism. They don't do their job. They don't go out to... Mexico and all these countries and actually investigate this crap because if they did it would be a lot bigger issue in the minds of the people and I think enough people have woken up to it and know what's going on because enough people are smart enough to figure that out but like you said vote Republican you know if anybody's out there listening uh, to this and is on the fence about voting in midterms vote Republican because you're going to lose all the great stuff that we have just gotten with Trump. We just got this guy in office. We worked so hard to get him in. And if the Democrats take over, goodbye to your tax cuts. You're not going to be getting more money in your pocket. Say goodbye to regulations cut. Say goodbye to low unemployment. Say goodbye to the wall. The wall won't get built if Republicans lose in the midterms. Say goodbye to... Uh, the decimation of ISIS. You know, they might do stuff to screw with the military and we can't keep ISIS, you know, completely defeat. You know, maybe a new terror cell pop up and who knows what they'll try to do. So you gotta vote Republican. Like, just don't not vote because, oh, it's raining today. No, freaking vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if you if you have any children and you don't want your child to grow up in an environment where, you know, rape and uh, physical violence and uh, guns are passed around the schools like candy, then you need to go and do your part, vote Republican, get involved, and, you know, keep your eyes out for the real stories. Because this, this wasn't even front page. I bet most of you people probably haven't even heard about this. Yeah. You know, this is a major news story in... You know, thank God that I'll give them credit where credit's due. Washington Post actually covered this, but it wasn't yeah. front page news by any means. This should have been the top top of the hour. It should be on everyone's case if there's a school district like this. And that's why we're here to go give you the news that you need to learn, that you need to go and know to help influence your decisions. The but uh, anyways, I think that'll be it for the night. Uh, has keep it classy as people of the internet. <laughs> Keep it classy. What is this, Anchor Man? <laughs> Keep yes. it classy, San Diego, whatever that quote is. I uh, thought it was fuck you, San Diego. Well, that's what he actually then said, but yeah. I, I haven't really watched I watched that movie barely once. Yeah, but yes, tune in next week to more Real News Uncensored. And as always, follow us on social media. Links are down in the description. And of course, Join our Discord server if you want to call in, talk to us. And we'll be back on September 1st for the legit radio show on the line 90.7 FM. But for then, 
uh, on out. We shall see you later. Um, peace. I've rarely ever said peace, but I'm going to close with peace because, you know, Singapore Summit is promising a lot. You can love or hate Trump, but we all love peace. So peace out. Bye. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Rio News.